This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show! My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hello. We got Chris Sisley. We are all coming to each other virtually today. Today, we're doing a little virtual recording because it's so nasty out here in California right now. It's rainy and cold, and it just everybody wanted to kind of be snug as a bug in a rug in our own places. So we're all yeah. virtually together, but we are here and so excited to be doing a Christmas countdown episode, a little mid, mid-off-season mid uh, drop, as they say, right, Danny? It's, it's a drop, or we discovered recently that uh, people also like to say drip. A drip, I don't yeah, understand yeah. the difference between drip and drop. It almost makes me think that maybe somebody meant to say drop on social media <laughs> and auto-corrected to drip, and then Probably. nobody called them on it, and they're like, oh, that's just the cool thing that people say now is, yeah, yeah. Uh, is drip rather yeah. than drop. And next time you're going to see a guy who's like, it's a new drop. Drop with a U. Oh, I like that. Or a drap. Drap. Drop. I like drop. Can a we start better. that? Can we like be the people to be like, yo, we'll new drop? Yeah, I like that. We'll just do it and we won't ever say why we're doing it, but people will, they'll figure it out. Context clues. It's going to blow up. It almost yeah. sounds like you're saying drop, but like, you know how some people pronounce O's like with an AH, like it's a right. new drop. Yeah. New drip. <laughs> oh, Listen we are in rare form. Oh, man. Per the usual. Good. I love us. Um, how you doing, Danny? Are you what's your Christmas uh, check in? What's your like where are you at Christmas wise in your mind and your heart and your soul? Are you are question. you in Christmas world? Are you are you sort of like I'm, it's good that I'm not in Christmas world because we are, you know, many months away? Or are you feeling like, man, I'm missing it. I'm missing it. You know, you know, I, we got this DM from one of our very loyal fans the other day, Dylan, who's out in Wisconsin. Go Pack Go, uh, by the way. He's a huge Boo. Huge Packer fan. Um, and he sent me, he sent us uh, a message sort of late at night. And he was like, Hey, do you ever just like get super nostalgic for like the way that Christmas used to be? And, uh, you know, do you wonder if it'll ever feel the same again and all this sort of stuff? And I said, You know, it made me think. And, and I sort yeah. of was thinking it out in real time because whenever people send us DMs, especially our loyal you know, crew who are part of the Patreon sure. family, and if you want to be one of those people, please uh, click the link in the episode notes and you'll get all our bonus episodes and access to a massively married community, a private community on Facebook with people like Dylan who send us DMs at you know 11 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> but we get back to it because we're, we're good That's people. Right. Um, but I said back to him, I said, you know, I think that the reason we feel that way is because of the memories that we created. And the good news is, is that those memories never go away. So it's almost like those that though you're not a child experiencing Christmas anymore, the childlike wonder of Christmas is still in your heart, mm -hmm. um, which I think is really, really special, which means that they're actually not gone, which means we have nothing to miss because they are a part of us. They are a part of our life. It was just a different version of ourselves, and and maybe that's why we get so excited when christmas comes around because we remember that childlike wonder and rather than getting sad that we're not children anymore we can be grateful that we had those experiences that made christmas so special to us um and for us and so that's what i love about our you know our, our loyal crew is that 
you know, they're always wanting to have the Christmas conversation, no matter what time <laughs> of year, no matter yeah. what the weather is. Um, cause I think that Christmas is, is a frame of, of mind. And as you know, Eric, the question I think we get most often is like, how do you keep that Christmas spirit alive all throughout right. the year? And we've talked about that before. And, you know, I, I think we, maybe we could do like a countdown about that at some point this off season about like ways to keep ways. it alive. Yeah. Off season. Yeah. I found myself the other day, I was listening to, uh, the Sinatra channel on Sirius XM mm. and they played an Andy Williams song that was not a Christmas song. I can't remember what it was. Some standard. But I like it occurred to me, I was like, I, I guess I just always assumed of Andy Williams only existed in the sphere of Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't know that I'd ever heard an Andy Williams song that wasn't Christmas related, you know. And uh, as I heard it, though, it did give me a little twinge of like, oh, I can't oh. wait for Christmas. Like just that little like shoulder shimmy of like, oh, I can't wait for Christmas to come. Because just hearing just his voice and sort of, you know, the you know, kind of the old standards kind of music, which obviously you and I really love, especially when it comes to Christmas. Uh, yeah. It was just so like, it felt like, Ooh, I like I was getting an email from a, a friend who was like, I'll be there next week or something. And that's like the <laughs> feeling that I felt. Um, but it was great. So yeah, I'm, I'm also feeling like I'm missing Christmas. I'm, I'm feeling yeah. a little, not like the blues of it, obviously, but like, I'm definitely starting to feel like ooh, maybe I'll drop a Christmas song or two into my playlist over the next week and just get a little, little tiny little taste of it just to kind of remind me of what's what's coming. Yeah, because January is almost sort of like the honeymoon of Christmas, sure. right? Like, you know, it's still winter. And for us here, as you were saying earlier here in Southern California, we're still getting so much of that quote unquote, like Christmas time weather. And it's very non-traditional for us. I mean, we've been getting bombarded with snow in the mountains. And, and so it, it still feels like Christmas is kind of here to an extent. Yeah. And honestly, like at my house, it kind of felt like Christmas kept going because one of the gifts that we got for our girls, because it just kept raining, uh, I never built it. It was like an sure. outdoor playhouse situation. So they didn't actually get to play in that playhouse for the first time till end of January, beginning of February. So it was like Christmas just kept coming. Yeah. Um, around around our place and you know obviously with our social media it does feel like we're constantly in that sort of headspace like we've been you know pushing out a lot of new content recently where we're doing eric and i are doing these um like bracket challenges of like yeah. the top you know christmas movies of all time and like you start you know with 64 movies and we're narrowing it down to to four so i think for us christmas is always is always top of mind and you know, I mean, the reality is we're like uh, we're rocketing towards October at this point in time. You know, Oop. we're almost like seven months away, which is basically like start putting your list together, folks. Yeah, what's crazy, Danny, don't you think it's like I don't know if I can't tell if we're just seeing a lot of these bracket sort of like content things on TikTok and Instagram because we're posting them. So then we're seeing more of them or if right. it really is becoming like a cool like trend right now of these like top 10 lists and countdown lists. And it just seems I'm, I'm patting ourselves on our backs right now because like <laughs> we sort of, I mean, we didn't invent the idea of top 10 lists and stuff, but well, yes, we, we definitely, <laughs> but we definitely like leaned into it two years ago. And, and now right. it seemingly is having this like moment of, of the countdown moment is happening, which is kind of cool. It is, you know, and it, it makes me think, Oh my gosh, do we need to be doing, you know, more of this content? You know, that's what you and I talk about all the time is, you know, we're fortunate that we have this huge audience on, on social media and do we need yeah. to be leaning into it more? And I, I think it's just fun, you know, that so many people are are into top fives and top tens right now. And I mean, 
obviously we were the godfathers of, of course you know, of course countdowns yeah. like countdowns didn't exist until us i think is, <laughs> is what i've heard yes. um it's a brand new thing like where did this originate you go on wikipedia you just see a picture Danny of eric, eric yeah yeah and me yeah. um but yeah it's it's exciting and you know right now is like the great time to be doing it because we're in the middle of march madness with the yeah. ncaa and um so i think uh i think we're going to keep pumping pumping those out so i don't know i'm always in in the christmas mode and always thinking about you know I, I posted this funny thing on our tiktok yesterday there's that trend going around of the guy from the last of us where he just keeps getting used in like all these memes yeah um and there's that one where he's like sitting there like crunching on a cracker or like eating a sandwich or something like that and i posted one of like a calendar for december and it was like me in march already making plans <laughs> for christmas um that's good so it's fun to sort of lean into that stuff and and, yeah. and find our find our voice and all of it but you know it's good to be here you know there's some christmas news going on that yeah. uh what do that, we got what's hot what's the hot, hot the christmas press. hot christmas tea hot christmas tea hot, hot. christmas cocoa oh, wait okay wait we should do something where we make uh chris you need to put together some kind of uh word here where we do the like hot 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 chocolate from the Polar oh. Express. But oh, then you yeah. put in like hot, 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 hot Christmas news. News. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got it. Hey, we got it. <laughs> Maybe we can get Tom Hanks to come on and do it. Yes. Yeah. Wait, speaking of Tom Hanks and podcasts, did you ever listen to the podcast Dead Eyes? No. Do you know about this? This is so, I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've listened to a little bit of it. There's an actor, I can't remember what his name is. You wouldn't know him. Connor Ratliff. Connor Ratliff. Okay. You wouldn't know him, and that's sort of the point. He okay. is a sort of working actor, has you know a decent career going. Um, he was cast in Band of Brothers back in you know 2001 or whatever. Very, right. very small part and under five. He like literally was supposed to bring in like an envelope, hand it to like David Schwimmer and go, There you go, sir. Very good. And then like turn around. Like that was it, right? He gets cast. He, I think, was at his costume fitting or something like that. And Tom Hanks looked at him because Tom Hanks was producing it and said that they wanted to go in another direction. And they said he found out that he heard that Tom Hanks said that he had dead eyes, that there was just like nothing going on behind his eyes. And so he didn't right. want him for this little hand the guy the envelope scene. Right. And so he got fired and he said, you know, it was like this, it was so traumatic for me because I was so excited to be working on this project. And then I got fired for having dead eyes and I didn't know how to fix that or like, and so he does this whole podcast about where he interviews the casting director. He interviews friends of his that are actors and tries to figure out why do I have dead eyes? Why am I not? Why can't people see what they want in my face or whatever? It's great. Right. I think it's two or three seasons long. And wow. eventually they get up to, uh, which I've not listened to yet, so I can't really promote it. But I know that by the end, they finally do get Tom Hanks on the podcast to interview him That's and ask incredible. him, why do I have dead eyes? And why <laughs> why wouldn't you put me in your thing? Oh, my God. Isn't that That's great? amazing. Yeah. We should get him on our podcast. Yeah. Why? He's actually a big Christmas guy. He has a Christmas album they put out a couple years well, ago. Well, there you go. What's it called? Dead Eye Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but it's really funny. It's a very good we'll have to album. check that out. I wonder how it ranks compared to It's a Cow Christmas. I mean, it's got to be lower. It's probably on the same level, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Uh, well, let's keep this moving right along. Um, there is 
some exciting Christmas good. news. We jumped okay. on right before we were recording today because we're like, what's going on in the world of Christmas? And, you know, Google, the old Googs is, is right there for you as always. And it turns out that the book, Dr. Seuss's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, is getting a sequel. There's going to be a follow-up book that is coming out September of this year and is going to be called How the Grinch lost christmas and it, it is set one year Ooh. after the original story and it's the first expansion ever of the grinch narrative um it okay. was written by two people uh with yeah, previous exper experience I many in the questions. dr seuss universe yeah yeah who wrote it because dr seuss is no longer with us right i'm yes. pretty sure he's no longer with us um uh, he might be frozen with walt disney but that's that true is yeah <laughs> okay so it's some people some random writers okay i'll give you that um and what is it called how the grinch lost christmas Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's brainstorm. What do we think that the plot of this story is going to be? Well, I wonder if I could keep reading the article and get the answer or if we should just guess. No, let's guess. Okay. Let's I can tell it. you out, out of the box that it was written by someone named Alistair Heim, H-E-I-M, who mm -hmm. previously wrote two Seuss-themed books. Uh, and the pictures are by... Now, these are some names. Ar Aristides Ruiz, who illustrated the learning library versions of another uh, Seuss work, The Cat in the Hat, okay. uh, for more than two decades. So we've got a good team on board who know the tone the world, right? and feel and look of Dr. Seuss. But if it's called uh, How the Grinch Lost Christmas, that, okay, I feel like there's two ways you can go what's, with this. What's the little girl's go name? Go one of Cindy, two ways. Cindy Lou Who, right? Yes. Do we think that Cindy Lou Who has now turned into a teenager and is losing Ooh. a little bit of the Christmas magic. That's a possibility. Well, it says it's set one year later. Oh, only one year. Okay. Yeah. So she I don't know how, I don't know how, who's age though. I don't know how familiar you well, are with the point. who aging process. It who may be knows? who can tell <laughs> <laughs> maybe as soon as they hit like 10 years old, Cindy Lou, who was nine in the first one, but let's say right. when they hit 10, they might have, you know, they're going through hormones and the whole thing it all changes and then they're the mayor the then they're the year. mayor when they're 11 it's sort of like being a dog like maybe they age every year seven yes. years for them so maybe she is in fact a teenager and maybe that's I, what we find out i like it is that she was like eight or nine but because they age like seven years now she's 15 16 mm -hmm. and maybe she's you know because she's questioning a lot you know, sure. at least in the the movie with uh, with Jim Carrey, you know, where are you Christmas? You know, she's trying yeah. to find it in her heart and she just can't can't find it. But it almost makes you wonder, is the Grinch now having second thoughts about mm. Christmas or is he is he feeling as if he's not living his own truth? Mm. Right. Well, and yeah. Did, he, did like, he change for other people or did he change for himself? That's a great question. And who's living up in his house at the top of the mountain? Who's taking care of Max? There's a lot of who questions in here. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. What happened to Max? Is he just, did they just move in to yeah. town? Like, is he still living up at the top of the mountain? You know, is he still living at Crumpet? I don't know. Who can tell? Who There's a lot tell? of questions yeah, yeah. to answer here. And, and I'm excited to find out the book comes out in September of this year and you can actually pre-order it right now. So if you want to get your copy ASAP. I feel like you and I need to pre-order this. That way, when yeah. we come back with our first, you know, episode of season three in October of this year, review. yeah, maybe we'll just read it on air, and yeah. then, and then we'll get a cease and desist, which is really mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to receive for Christmas, <laughs> especially when it's wrapped in a nice Manila envelope bow. Yeah, those are the best.
Uh, but that's that's some hot, hot, hot uh, Christmas news. And then um, this is not so much. We're kind of scraping the barrel here, folks. Let's just be honest here. Um, Jordan Peele's next movie is set to open uh, Christmas 2024. Um, is it Christmas themed? Uh, it's a horror film. So <laughs> I it's called I don't know if they've released the name of it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm reading this article in real time. Yeah, it does not look like there's a name for the film yet, but they're saying it's going to be out for Christmas 2024. So if you're a big uh, Jordan Peele fan, something to look forward to. Did you speaking of horror movies? Did you ever watch? I didn't, but I I do really want to watch it. The David Harbor, what was it called? Silent Night, or I think it was called Silent Night. I didn't. I thought that was going to be you for sure because you were so excited about <laughs> I it. I was last really season. excited about like, it. This is going to be a great movie. But we didn't uh, we didn't get out. I bet it's available for for streaming now. So yeah, maybe that'll be so. our homework assignment yeah. over the next couple of months. Uh, right. You know, as we're working our way through our off season, is that we can check out check out that film. But yeah, right now there's not a lot of hot news. I mean, there was some exciting news I got via email this morning that has to do with Christmas, and that is tell us. I did not expect to get this this morning, but somebody ordered some merch off ChristmasCountdownShow.com. Yeah, in the middle of March. Um, so huge shout out to to our friend. I'm just going to pull up their name right now. We're just yeah. going to give them a shout out here live on the show because we really appreciate your order. And this is coming. What to did us they from, order? All right, this is actually going to Illinois, Eric. Nice. This is from our friend uh, Robert Baker out in Illinois. Ordered uh, ordered some stickers. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. So huge shout out Bobby to Robert. B. Bobby. Bobby B. Bobby, Bobby Bakes. B. That's what they call Bobby him. Bakes. I've heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he and he actually um, is a blacksmith. So hmm. yeah, you know it's <laughs> it's all about Bakes irony. Blacksmith. Bobby Bakes. You're a baker, right? Well. Um, <laughs> but somebody in his family at some point in time must have been a baker because you don't get a last name like that. Unless somebody was a baker at some point in time. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's uh that's our hot, hot, hot Christmas news. You've um, got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> should we should we play a little game before we get let's to do our, a little our Christmas countdown? game? Yeah, let's do, do it. it. We're gonna do a new game for us. I it's gonna be a, an ABC sort of a game. The way it's gonna work is you guys are gonna go back and forth, uh, taking turns, working your way through the alphabet, letter by letter. So if it was like fruits and veggies it would be danny would say apple eric would say banana and then gotcha. danny carrot I, I actually would have gone with cabbage but whatever <laughs> carrots are better for your eyes man. True. <laughs> my grandpa <laughs> used to tell me a joke when i was a kid he goes you know i had this friend who just like he ate so many carrots that when he would close his eyes he could see through his eyelids <laughs> <laughs> that's a great grandpa thing to say i oh, love that's that such a grandpa joke yeah yeah <laughs> all right should we do rock paper scissors to who goes first or we could plan it so that way I get D and you get E. No, I don't want to know. I want to like, I want to be confused going into this. <laughs> I'm already confused. All right, here we go. Rock, uh, paper, scissors, shoot. Nothing like virtual rock, paper, scissors. Right. Here we go. Rock, One, paper, two, scissors, three. shoot. Oh, I did. I hid mine. Sorry. Oh, okay. paper. <laughs> I got. It was I actually rock. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I'll start with the A. And it can be anything Christmas related, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I'll start with a Christmas story. Ooh, I'm going to go with Oh, do we have a time limit on this before we get too far down the road? I'd say it it just it, you need to come up with something quick. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with a balsam fir. Ooh, that's good. Uh I'll just do Christmas for uh, I'm Hey, gonna... I'm D. There you go. 
And I'll be I'm gonna e. go. Hey, that's how the alphabet works. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go with Donder. Mm, that's good. I did say Donder. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Um, Quick question before we go further: Do you get double points if you do a double letter? Sure. Yes. Okay. Great. E E. Okay. Why is the only word that's coming to my mind is eucalyptus, which is not really a Christmas word. <laughs> um, e Everybody loves Christmas. What E E? <laughs> <laughs> this should not be this hard. We're only four letters in. I know. Um, okay. Oof. E. E. Uh, well, this is actually a hard one. Yeah. Was uh, Ethan Hawke ever in a Christmas movie? Um, not that I can think of. What about Ethel? Elves. Martin? Elves. Hey. Elves. There you go. You know somebody was driving around in their car screaming at the <laughs> Elves. Of their good God. The elf. The movie. You were right. in the musical. <laughs> Uh, okay, all right. You go. Over to me at F. I'm going to go with fruitcake. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay, so I'm at G. Yep, G, G. Gingerbread Ooh, houses. Yum. Gingerbread houses. Hey, you took H. Uh, H, I'm going to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Great. I, I'll do um, ice igloos. Igloos. <laughs> well, we're done. Yeah. Not ice. I said ice, but then I changed it to igloos. Not an ice igloo. I know are, an igloo. Are is igloos synonymous ice. with Christmas? Yeah, cold Christmas. I guess the polar bear, like when you see him in the the, the Coca Cola commercials, yeah. I feel like there's got to be an igloo in the background somewhere. I'm right? sure there is. Yeah. All right. All right. H I J. Let's go. Jack Frost. Ooh, that's good. Uh, K. I'll do Chris Kringle. Nice. Uh, H I J K L. Let's go. Love Actually. M, let's go mistletoe. Hmm. N, let's go. I don't know why I keep saying let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, oh, oh. No, you have N. I have O. I know. I know. <laughs> L M N. N. Checking his list. Checking it twice. Where he checks it. Oh, yeah. North Pole. There you go. That's Thanks, good. Chris. Um. Oh, 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 Ozempic. You know, um, no, not, not Ozempic. I um, thought you were going to go with a song there, actually. <laughs> by Nat uh, King oh, Cole. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. We'll do that. Oh, Christmas oh, tree. Tannenbaum. Yeah. I love Nat King Cole singing in German. L-M-N-O-P. Let's go with Poinsettia. Mm, that's good. Uh, Q, let's go Quail. I feel like some people eat like roast quail. Do you think is that like time. a UK thing? You think it feels like something that would be in the Grinch, and then they gathered round their roast quail. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like something that would be in like Christmas Carol? It or almost something like sounds that? yeah, like they couldn't afford the turkey, so they had yeah. to like kill a quail, quail. as it a was little flying quail. by their house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob Cratchit was known for hunting quail on Christmas <laughs> when they didn't expert. have enough. to <laughs> He's an expert quail hunter. He's like the most docile person ever, but don't get him around a quail. Good God. He will murder it. That's amazing. You know, I just realized I missed a home run earlier. How I went with how the Grinch stole Christmas and not home alone. I will never. Oh know. yeah. Come on. Anyway, now here's what uh, I really want. I want somebody to make fan art for a horror movie called Bob Cratchit quail hunter. Quail hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that needs to happen. 
Maybe we'll do some merch. We really want to tap into the horror crowd uh, this holiday but season. People are like, what's your shirt? Bob Cratchit, Quail Hunter? What's that from? Well, it's from an <laughs> off-peak season uh, <laughs> mini episode from this <laughs> Christmas Countdown this podcast. very niche podcast <laughs> called Christmas Countdown. It's like a fan theory that oh Bob Cratchit God. actually would hunt quail. Um, and that's how he kept his family alive during the winter months. Uh, anyway, R. I feel like there's a very obvious yes. one to go with for R. And I'm trying to think a little bit more like outside the Santa bag, as it were. Sure. But I'm going to go Rudolph. Yeah, got to. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. There you go. There's Ooh, three. Ooh, I got three for that one. There you go. Um, and you get an assist, Eric. S. Uh, I'll go with the big old Sinterklaas. Nice. Santa J. Claus. Santa J. Claus. Santa Claus. A T. Tinsel. Oh, that's good. What's a me? Uh, what's a me? What's a me? What's a me? <laughs> you? Uh, QRST, you. You under the mistletoe. Is that Ooh. fair? You know what I was hoping you were going to say? What? Onion. Oh, that would be good. But that's, <laughs> that's a bridge too far. It's I know it doesn't start with a U. It starts with an O, and it has a G in the middle. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Daniel. Everybody knows that. I guess if you had G, you could have said onion. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. You just said UV. Let's go with. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Reindeer. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. I was trying to think a little bit more random, like maybe an artist that we haven't named who sings. Like, did Vic Demo. Vic with Victor Moore, Victor Vic Vic Moore. Did he yeah. ever do any Christmas songs? I'm sure he did. All I right. can't think. How of about one, Vic, but... Vixen Demone? That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, so I'm W. Um, yes. I'll go Winter Solstice. Oh, that's nice. You yeah. could have got a W or, or double on that one. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Walter gosh. White's Winter Wonderland. I got. I think I got the hard one here. Okay. I don't think so. Oh, Xmas. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but I got both of the hard ones because now I got Z coming up here. All right. Why? Why? Because we like to. Um, why? Let's go with you believe you young time. Young Have a that's cool. Yule, a Yule. Yule Ooh. log, Yule time. Is that what you were hinting at? Yeah, have a Yule. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Or such as yeah, yeah. Yule or Yule tide. Yule, Yule log. Tide. Not to say I have a log, but if I did, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yule, Yule. What I'm movie? Yule. What movie is that from? I don't know what that's from. Come on, one of the greatest of all time. Christmas Vacation. Yes. Sounds what like he's in the that. department store. You what know, does like he say? Log, like a Yule log. Not to say I have a log. Well, not in the sense that you think I'm saying I have a log. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I remember that, season yeah. to be merry. Well, that's there my name. Uh, all right. So Z, let's. Yep. Oh man, Z. Oh, I have such a good one. I have such a good one, and you'll love you... it too. Can I okay. just give it to you? Was it? Was there a name of like a dog or something named Zero in some Christmas movie? Mm. I feel oh, like is that in, in some um, Christmas movie in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I think the dog's name is Zero. Yes. What were you, you gonna go. say? I was gonna say, "Is that you, Santa Claus?" Oh yeah! Ooh. And that's how you do the ABCs of Christmas. That was good. Friends. 
That's a fun That's game. Good. And we I got Bob, know... we got Bob Cratchit Quail Hunter out of that, which is awesome. So <laughs> yeah, you know what we didn't? There were some like ones that we really could have like nodded to moments in Christmas Countdown history. Like for C, why didn't we just say Christmas Countdown? Mm. Or Christmas sure. Thurl Ravenscroft. Yeah, Thurl didn't make it in there. Poor Thurl. I know. He'll, you know, we'll play this game again. And if there were some in there that you think we just clearly Chris missed, uh, please shoot Let us a DM uh, on Instagram at Christmas Countdown Show. You can also follow us there and TikTok at Christmas Countdown Show. We are also uh, at Xmas Pod on Twitter. And you can find mm -hmm. us on Facebook as well. Uh, we want to know where did we really Christmas this one? Uh, should we get to our our first off season yeah. countdown for 2023? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll give you the we list have music. Oh, yeah, we do have music. Let's hear our countdown music. Hit it, Chris. Oh, that's good. It's so oh, satisfying. It's nice to hear that when I haven't heard it in a little while. I know. It's I miss these tunes, work. man. Yeah. I slap. All right. So we are going to be doing the top five non-Christmas holidays of the year. Mm. Top five non-Christmas holidays. Uh, Danny, I will go first. I put this at number five. Frankly, it almost didn't even make my list. I probably really? could have put something else. Okay. Something, you know, small like, a, you know, Memorial Day or, you know, first day of spring, which is the first day of spring right now, by the way. Just is that today? That's a, yeah, it is. It is I was just wondering yesterday when the first day of spring was. Today. Here it wow. is. Um, okay. But my number five holiday, if I'm only really looking at the big guys, I'm going Halloween. But again, barely made my list. Wow. I can't I'm even gonna believe put it, it made your list. Here's the only reason it made the list. Because it was, as we've talked about, I'm not a big Halloween guy. I don't love like ghost stuff and like scary stuff. It's not really my bag. But I do enjoy the experience on a Halloween of like walking around with my kids and they're in costume and we're like in the neighborhood and all the parents are out. That part of Halloween I do enjoy. And so I thought, I'm going to put it on the list. It's not like the aesthetic that I love, but the experience of the holiday is always fun. I've always had a good time being out with the kids. I like, you know, now that my kids are older, that they like tell me what I'm going to be for Halloween. It's sort of fun, you know, as we try to make some family, yeah. you know, costume theme going on. Yep. So my number five is going to be Hallow's Eve Halloween. I am, I am shooketh as the cool kids say. Um, do they say shooketh or is that like me taking okay? I was like, did yeah. I just take something cool, shook, and make it really uncool? No, I think by they do say I am shook the end. Yes. I am shooketh, I am dead, I am deceased. Um, which is in line with Halloween as a holiday. I yeah. I don't have it on my list. Good for you. Good for yeah, you. I I refuse. Um, yeah, it's just but yeah, I'm like you in the sense that what I wear for Halloween now, I mean. Before I had kids, I hadn't worn a costume and I couldn't tell you how many years. Right. And then we had kids and it's like, okay, like last year we were the PJ masks, uh, you know, because my daughter was super into them at that point in time. And and they still get jacked to this day because like I got the shirt. So like I got to wear it sometimes. So sure, sometimes yeah. I just wear it, you know, to bed or whatever. And when I see my kids in the morning, they both just like lose their minds. They're like, Catboy, um, get it go. Owl yeah, girl. Exactly. Owlette. Uh, That's her name. Owlette. I was like, close uh <laughs> it's been a minute since my kids were at pj masks yes. <laughs> but yeah halloween i mean i get it and, and honestly like for any parents out there you know like if your kids get super into it if like my kids get super into halloween yeah 
I feel like I'm going to get super into Halloween. Yeah. Um, but it did not make my list. Coming in at number five for me is, is a day that we just celebrated a few days ago. Mm, and that's going to be St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. You know, I, I'll tell you the number one reason why I like St. Patrick's Day. It's getting absolutely no. Um, no, I, I love it's March Madness. It's March Madness. No, it's but that is part it's, of it. It's the music. Yeah. I oh. love Irish music. I love Irish pub rock. Um, I love traditional Irish Irish music. Um, Spotify released this playlist uh, leading up to St. Patrick's Day that I just absolutely loved, and it was an album by Bing Crosby. And it was Bing Crosby singing all of these classic Irish uh, Irish songs. Yeah. It's called uh, the name of the album for anyone who's a big Bing Crosby fan. It's called Bing Crosby's Irish Songbook, and it's brand new. It just came out this year, and it's got uh, "Peg of My Heart" is on there. When Irish eyes are smiling, um, what else is on there that people might know? Uh, Galway Bay, uh, "Tu Ralu Ralu Ra." How are things in Glockamora, which we all know and love? from that wonderful musical Finian's rainbow. Right. Um, but I just, I love St. Patty's day. I think it's just, it feels like a celebratory time. I will say as I get older and I'm like a parent who like cares about safety, I hate every year when St. Patrick's day falls on a Friday or a Saturday. Cause you're just like, well, it's going to be lose, a mess. We're going to lose some. We're going to lose. Yeah. Some. <laughs> we, we, you might bite the dust this year, but I just, I love, you know, I've been you know fortunate to spend some St. Patty's like in say, you know, in New York City or other places where you can pop into an Irish pub and it's just the energy that's there is, is a ton of fun. Um, it's it's a good time. And, and as I get older, it's just really an appreciation, I think, for uh, just the celebratory nature and really the music is, is what gets me about St. Patrick's Day. So that's why I got it at number five. I love it. You may hear it later on my own countdown. Mm, okay. um, all right. My number four. And I was a little surprised by this, but when I was thinking about it, I said, yeah, I think I'm going to put this guy right here. And okay. that's the old Easter. I love Easter. Ooh, okay. You know, here's the thing. Here's what I like about Easter. I feel like Easter always kind of sneaks up on me. It's not necessarily like a season. You're not thinking like, oh, it's Easter season. Here we go. Um, right. But it's always like I love coloring eggs. I just enjoy that time because I think what's great about coloring eggs is it is truly creative time, which usually is not being interrupted by screens or TV or movies or anything. It's just like your family sitting around a table and everybody's focused on, you know, the stickers they're putting on or the colors or how they're going to, you know, soak it in the different, you know, uh, little bottles or buckets of, you know, the dye. So I, I love that. I love, we have a new tradition that is new to me, but my wife's family has been doing for years, but it's something that I've grown to really love is mm. where we do an Easter egg competition. So everybody Ooh. colors their egg and then um, picks their best egg. And then basically you have, everybody goes in sort of a bracket formation. You get set up and who you're going to battle. You hold your egg and then you choose to either, we say three, two, one, and you can, be aggressive and like hit the other person's egg with your egg. You could be defensive and sort of like let them hit you and think that that's going to be the best way. However, you can do it so that your egg doesn't break. Mm. So like sometimes the better move is to be the first move and to hit their egg and break their egg, but you might not break yours. Anyways, it's very fun. It gets very competitive and exciting. <laughs> um, so I love that. I also love getting dressed up for Easter. I love like spring fashion. I like a, you know, mm. nice blue and white seersucker suit. Oh, I love yeah. seeing all the, like the ladies in their cool 
you know, Easter hats and bonnets and, and dresses. And it's, I love that. I have some great memories of marching in the Easter day parade down fifth Avenue Mm. in New York city, which was one of the best experiences I ever had with my family. And we were all dressed to the nines and just like, can anyone just, anyone can just march. Yeah. You can just walk in the parade. It's really great. So we like did it and got these great pictures of our family in front of, you know, um, St. Patrick's cathedral and just, Awesome memories. So I, I'm a big fan of Easter and all it stands for and what it's representing. And uh, yeah, so Easter was number four on my list of non-Christmas holidays. Strong choice. Very strong choice. Uh, you may you may hear a little bit more about it later on from me. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, all right. Next up for me is going to be number four, New Year's Day. Mm. I, you know, when I was New Year's younger. Day or New Year's Eve? I'm going to go. I mean, I feel like it's all sort of all encompassing because the actual holiday is New Year's Day. But like New Year's Eve sort of rolls into New Year's Day. Sure. We'll just say the experience of it from, say, I don't know, 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve through New Year's Day. Gotcha. And I like it because when I was younger, I can remember like thinking and, you know, maybe it's just like being a teenager and like trying to be really like insightful about things. I was like, well, what is what is 12 o'clock in one second? How's that different than 11.59 and 59 seconds on the the 31st? And I think as you get older, like you really start to gain an appreciation for the time that you have, you know? And there is, even though time is sort of man-made, not sort of, it is definitely a man-made sort of construct to like give us some sort of order. There is something refreshing about a reset, Um, you know, and because the idea of time, you know, is so hardwired into our culture and into us as people, you know, having that sort of reset button can feel very empowering um, to people, especially if you've had a rough year where you've gone through a lot of stuff, maybe you, you know, lost somebody or lost a job or, you know, just the myriad of things that can sort of happen that can derail us at times. There's, there's something, um, I don't know, powerful about changing it to a new year that it's, you don't, you don't write, 2022 anymore you're now writing 2023 and that year is behind you now and now we're moving forward into the future i think there's something very cool about that and i also i like new year's day because it almost feels like it gives you one last opportunity because it is a national holiday a federal holiday to like really take one last deep breath in of the holiday season before yeah. you're like going back to work and you got to get back to the grind of january 3rd and i'm back in the office and all this sort of stuff it's like your last sort of hurrah of that 10 to 14 day stretch at the end of the year, beginning of the next that you're with family, you're with those you love. It's before most people travel back home again. Um, and so I love it. And I also love, you know, there's so many parades and and bowl games that happen on New Year's Day. Yeah. There's just a lot of exciting things that happen on that day. And I, I'll never forget from my childhood, you know, growing up here in Southern California, we had the Rose Bowl Parade or the Rose Parade, uh, which leads to the Rose Bowl um, yeah. here in Pasadena. And you know, I watched that all the time as a kid, like getting up early in the morning. And one year, my grandpa bought us tickets to sit in the grandstands for, oh, for cool. the Rose Parade. And we we got up at like, I don't know, three o'clock in yeah, the morning. It starts early. Yeah, to like get dropped off down in Pasadena. And it was like dark outside and all these people are sleeping on the streets. And that's such a fun experience, too, because like with my dad, when I was a kid, we would like drive through downtown Pasadena on, on Colorado Boulevard where all the people are like sleeping overnight for the parade. Yeah. And like, 
there would be like silly string fights where people like run up to your car and like spray you a silly string or you'd bring <laughs> marshmallows and you'd be like throwing marshmallows at them oh, or like tortillas. Awesome. It was just like a thing. And it just, it was so celebratory. And I just remember that time with my grandpa sitting there on the parade route, um, watching the parade go by. It was a really, really cool experience. And, you know, I think because of that, that's why, you know, New Year's has a, has a special place in my heart. And that's why it's at number four. I love that. I, I got this image of you driving through downtown Pasadena later at night, not like around 10, like at like three in the morning when all those poor people are just trying to be asleep so they can wake up in time and you're just throwing tortillas at them. And they're like, God, oh, God, man, I got to be up for in two hours for the parade. What are you doing? It's not bad enough. I'm sleeping on a sleeping bag on the concrete. Now you're pelting me with tortillas. Yeah, I don't know what the like the meaning is behind all of that. I can just That's remember, fun, you know, my dad was like, all right, we got to go buy our tortillas and bags of bags of like the Jiffy, you know, and stuff. Yeah. marshmallows. And then you just drive down and like me as a baseball player, I'm just like trying to like, sure. It's not easy trying to throw marshmallows yes. out of a car. Yes. <laughs> you don't have a lot of, and my dad drove like a Geo Metro. So it wasn't like I had a lot of like space to be sort of moving around. And then you it just, was a, it was a drive by marshmallowing. <laughs> But then you're a sitting duck because like people can just run up to your car and just like sure, cover yeah. your windshield with silly string. But that's that's the fun of it. And I, I, I definitely that. have some very cherished memories tied to that for sure. I also love on New Year's Day, the new sort of tradition of the NHL Outdoor Classic. Oh, which I yeah. Love the Outdoor Classic. And they always do that on New Year's Day, which is awesome. Now they're yes. doing two a year. So they do one. That's not them, too. Um, all right. I love that. Um, all right. My number. <laughs> my number three. And I almost put this number two. I was kind of back and forth, but I'm, I'll leave it at number three. Uh, and it is 4th of July, Independence mm. Day, America's birthday. Golly, I love 4th of July. I love a 4th of July parade. I love to watch it. I love to march in it. I love to be in it with my kids. I love to be in it when I was in high school in the marching band. I love like the local celebrities that ride in the back of like the cool older dad's Mustang, you know, the, yes. like, <laughs> driving down the street. I love that. I love fireworks. I love cookouts. I love to be sort of the house or the person that everybody goes to on 4th of July. And I got my grill and I'm making 50 hot dogs and 29 yes. burgers and corn on the cob and all of this stuff. I just love, I love America. Mm. I'm very patriotic. I was born on flag day. So like, I feel, I don't know, a weird sense of patriotism that runs through my bones. Um, <laughs> and so 4th of July, I just love leaning into all of the red, white, and blue and stars and stripes. And, and it, the Americana of that mm. holiday is something I love. It makes me think of the sandlot, you know, when they're Dude, you know, playing yes. baseball with fireworks yes. going on over, like, it just is like, I love 4th of July so much. Um, so that's why I'm putting it at number three. I was so hoping you would bring up Sandlot. Yeah. It's the one time a year they got to play a night game. Yeah. Uh, it's just, had, and, and they hearing, use the lights of the fireworks. And hearing Ray Charles singing. America. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, spacious sky. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, amber waves of green. Oh, My so favorite part of that song. Now, wait a minute. Now wait a minute! Oh, totally! <laughs> oh my God, that's great! Oh, it's like the best part of that song. It's just like watching them running through the streets. Mom, going to play ball? Like grabbing a hot dog? Like yep. you know, everyone's just like the street is shut down. That's one of the so cool good. things about Fourth of July is you know if you grew up in the suburbs, I feel like there were so many block parties that would oh, happen. Block parties on 4th were of the July. best. Can we bring block parties back? Do those still happen? 
I, you know, I don't know that they do as nearly as much as they used to, because I think sadly we all just live so much more like cocooned lives yeah. than we did in the eighties and nineties. But I have a good block party story for you from when I was a kid. I, yeah. did you ever ride your bike and have your shoelaces get caught in the, like the pedal? Uh, yes. And it's like disaster. Cause you're like, oh my I can't yes. stop and I can't go forward and it's hurting my foot. Cause it's like getting tighter it just keeps and tighter. Getting tighter, and tighter. It, you're, it's like disaster zone. It's literally the worst <laughs> feeling yes. in the world. And yes. I once had that happen to me while my street was having a block party and I was driving into the block party on my bike and I couldn't stop oh because my my tie, and I ran into a table and like a bunch of <laughs> like salads fell off the table and everybody was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I couldn't stop. Dude, I just say almost the same thing happened to me. It was not during a block party. I was riding down the street. I grew up, you know, on as a kid and my shoelace got tight. And like all of a sudden you just, you don't like, sense that it's happening you don't no. know until your shoe is like Keep glued <laughs> to the pedal yeah. and then you're like oh my gosh what do i do I, I i it's like all of a sudden your brain stops working and you're like i gotta try to get my foot off but you're not paying attention to where you're right. going no nope. at nope. all i drove straight into the front bumper of a parked car oh oh but like i couldn't like fall off my bike because i was attached to the so it was like boom and i was just like up on the and my oh bike's like underneath the bumper and i'm like how do i get out of this situation oh my God. and i really wish somebody was watching this i really wish oh my God, that's great. you know part of me wishes there was you know footage of it but also like we're so fortunate that like our childhoods didn't like live on tiktok because um, <laughs> yes. so many of us would have gone viral uh but yeah fourth of july is it's it's a special time for sure like we, i'm with you the cookouts yeah. the barbecues the fireworks um i feel like i'm in this pocket of life where i'm not really getting to enjoy fourth of july because my kids go to bed you know like sure, 7 yeah. 7 30 and then and i the live in a neighborhood them up and yeah dude my neighbors who live behind me it is like they think that they are the fireworks show on the hudson river in new york city like they buy yeah. so many fireworks and they just light them off to like and you'll think you're like finally 11 30 the last no. boom has gone off and then like at one o'clock you wake up to like a kaboom you know yeah yeah and you're just like shut up um anyway uh so i'd I, that's probably why Fourth of July is not on my list, but I do love I do love the holiday, and I, I look yes. forward to my kids being older and being able to enjoy it again. Um, number three for me is going to be one that you mentioned already, and that's going to be Easter. Um, I love I loved Easter as a kid. You know, to me, Easter is family. Um, yeah. It's got a similar sort of feel to Christmas in a lot of ways. Of you know, you know that like Easter Sunday is one of those days where you're going to get together at one of your family members' houses, much like you would on like Christmas Day, and everyone's going to bring food and there's going to be some sort of games, obviously an Easter egg hunt. Um, and I, you know, grew up in a family that was really, really into the Easter egg hunt, um, where I have this this uncle, my uncle Mike, uh, who they lived in Oregon for a very long time. And he's like really into like rappelling and climbing and all that sort of stuff. So every year when we would have our big family Easter egg hunt, Uncle Mike would hide this like metal golden egg mm. that had like a 10 or a $20 bill yeah, inside of that. it. We did that too. And it was, but it was always like somewhere really, really hard, oftentimes yeah. at the top, the top of a very tall tree. Yeah. Um, and like, you knew you're like, okay, am I going to go for like the smaller quarter ones that I can find on the ground? Or am I just going to commit to like scaling go a tree or dog. getting on the roof at this point in time? Cause that's yeah. the only way I'm going to find that gold egg. Um, 
And those are just cherished memories. You know, now that, you know, my kids are, you know, getting a little bit older and Emerson, like she loves hide and seek, uh, my four-year-old. And so she loved Easter so much. I think it was two years ago that she saw the Easter baskets in the garage in like June or September and like wanted us to pull them down and just do an Easter egg hunt. Right. In the, in the backyard. So like there was a good, like, I think there was a good, like three week stretch in the middle of the pandemic where we were doing Easter egg hunts, like in the middle (laughs) of the summer, Uh, every day. And she like wanted to like redo the exact words that she would say in the videos that she had seen of herself, Easter egg hunt. She'd be like, found one, another (laughs) one. And she would like do the same line. And I had to hide the eggs in the same exact spot every time so she yeah. could like reenact that moment um, isn't that and let's break that down isn't that an yeah. interesting thing because my kids have done that too of like our kids are have now seen videos of themselves mm. that in some you know for some in some cases have gone viral within your family not viral right. on the internet but like it's a, a video that you as a family reference remember when you said that thing and they saw it they saw video of it their parents or their aunts and uncles and grandparents talk about it. And then it's like, because my kids have done that too. What you're saying that Emmy has done that where they're like quoting themselves and was like, this yes. is my catchphrase, you know? And what an interesting like mental thing for kids to experience. That is something mm-hmm. that we never would have experienced something like that. We, you can have like family memories that you were like, Oh, remember when Danny said this and everybody talks about it, but you don't, you might not have video of that right. moment happening. Do you know what I mean? To like 100%. reference and it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder about that a lot. Like I'm sure other parents who listen to the show might be wondering the same thing right now. Like it, how is that potentially affecting them, their personalities, you know, the, yeah. the ego, uh, as right. it were. I was, like- was going to say it may be confidence building because you're like, if you see yourself do something well, and people mm-hmm. talk about, you know, whether it's well or funny or cute or whatever it is, but you're getting a positive response from something you did and you can actually see it be like, oh yeah, I could recreate that. I would think that yes. it in a way could build up a nice, you know, self-confidence, but it also is pouring into your self-ego and you know, how healthy yeah, like, is that? I, 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 I don't know. I identify, you know, like right. do I identify as like this person who says these funny things and, right. you, and like my dad pays attention to me when I do those sorts of things. Right. Yeah. I wonder about that all the time. Cause my, I remember Emerson would say all the time when I would like take a photo of her, as I was taking the photo, she'd be like, see Emmy. Like she always wanted to see the photo. I had just taken yeah, yeah. Yeah. of her. And now Riley, our youngest, like if I show Emmy a video that like she's laughing at Emmy goes, or Riley will go see, 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 like she wants yeah. to see show now me. Too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh gosh, do I need to get out in front of this thing? I <laughs> I, I don't really know. But uh, anyway, um, I, I have a great e- video. Easter I love. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I, I have a great video of Sophie singing um, part of your world when she's like really well. Oh. She's like three or something. She's in an aerial costume. And it's like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection complete? I mean, just like that real oh. little kid voice. It's so cute. But at the very end of the video, she's like, part of your world daddy let me see it like she like <laughs> as soon as she finishes oh she knew gosh. i was videotaping and she was like let me see it it's just kind of fun yeah it's i love that immediate feedback yes yeah um yeah. all right i loved your choice of easter because i agreed with it um all right my number two is gonna be saint patty's day mm. Golly, i love saint patty's day for all the reasons that <laughs> danny has said 
it's just a great holiday. I love the music as well. I love the the color green is my favorite favorite color, along with navy blue. But they both are St. Patty's Day colors. I just love that holiday so much. I have so many great great memories of New York City in my twenties mm. on St. Patrick's Day. And yes, are they debaucherous memories? Yes, but nothing terrible. I never, I never got arrested. I never got hurt. You know, I never like passed out somewhere that I didn't know. But like, I had some crazy <laughs> fun nights on St. Patty's yeah. Day in in New York when we were in our twenties. And just like the memories of that, I loved going to my local, you know, watering hole and watching March Madness games all day while you're drinking some beer, and then kind of heading out and going around the town. I love right. that. I had one of my favorite St. Patty's days that I've ever had was this past St. Patty's day, not a couple of days ago, but last year okay. um, I was in Boston uh, for Kevin shooting Kevin. And we had an off day cause we were almost at the end of our filming and me and Alex Bonifer, who played Neil, who played my best friend on the show, we okay. uh, were renting a house together in Mashfield, Massachusetts. Mashfield, South Shore. Yeah. And um, we have some good friends who lived in Situate. Uh, which mm. was a close town and they're Irish uh, they're Nick and Aaron Verena and Aaron her father is like fully Irish he's the like deacon of the local Catholic church and oh, he wow. has a full Irish accent like he came to America when he was like 40 years old like he like fully Irish wow. and that town is very Irish and so they were like, do you want to come to a St. Patty's Day party, just like a house party? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. So we went and there's all these like families and kids running around. We don't know a soul other than Nick and Aaron, but they had an Irish singer and all the little all the little girls from the like neighborhood came and did Irish step dancing together. Oh, cool. And, like it was just so and there was beer and everybody was just like talking and it was so so Boston. It was so like New England and Boston and Irish. And then we went to a Bruins game at the end of the night, me and oh Alex. And it was just like a great, like Boston Irish day. And it was St. Patty's day. So uh, yeah, St. Patty's day, one of my absolute favorites. I'm putting it at number two. That sounds so epic. So incredibly epic. Yeah. I almost feel like a lot of the Italians in Massachusetts sort of just become Irish for the day mm -hmm. as well. Like everyone's just Absolutely. sort of like celebrating it. Any opportunity in Boston for people to go out and celebrate at a pub and make some yeah, noise. I feel like it. they're all about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Number two for me, this is going to be a heartfelt one and it's going to be father's day. Mm. You know, I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Yeah. I, it hit me one. as we were in the middle of the list today. I was like, Oh man, that day just has come to mean so much to me, you know, as I've shared before on this show and obviously talked more about it on parenting countdown, you know, there was, a big chunk of time where I didn't know if I would ever be a dad, you know, and it was something that I looked forward to for so long in my life, you know, being the oldest of, of five siblings and growing up in a big family. I just always had this dream of like, I'm going to be a dad someday. And it's, yeah. it's a given, you know, and then, and then life sort of happens and you realize, Oh, this isn't a given, you know, and I can remember like being at like the Dodger game, you know, after Lynn and I were married and we're trying to have kids and like seeing dads with their kids, like having a laugh or then pointing stuff out and being like, am I ever going to have that? You yeah. know? And I do now, and it's such a blessing and I'm so incredibly grateful for it. And I love, um, it's not so much that it's like a day where, Oh, let's, let's do whatever dad wants. Like it's, it's, it's not about that for me. It's, I love that it's always on, you know, a Sunday. So yeah. like, it's, it's a day that I get to be with my family um, it's a day that I 
get to also like see my dad and, and celebrate, you know, my dad, Michael, and um, thank him for all that he's done for me. But I think really it's, um, it's a celebration of the fact that I even got to become a dad because it's just yeah. one of the most cherished things in, in my life. And, and now as my kids are in school, you know, and they're doing art, you know, I love the father's day art that they Great. will bring home. Yeah. Like I have um, this thing that Emerson did for me recently. That's uh, like her standing, holding this sign that says, I love, I love you to pieces. And it's got all these little like puzzle pieces on oh, like a pops, popsicle yeah. stick frame around. So like, I have that. She made me like a like a necktie art piece. I think uh, <laughs> last year. Um, so it's just it's special, you know, because I'm a dad and I get to say that I'm a dad, and that's one of the greatest gifts for me in in, in my life. So it's not about celebrating me. It's just the fact that I get to be this thing that I wanted to be so badly, and I take a lot of pride in it. So um, as I know you you guys do as well. So that's why I've got a, a number two Father's Day. I love that. I think that is a Lovely choice. I wish I would have added it to my list. Now, for now, for my number one, I'm 99.9% sure that it's the same as Danny. So I'm not going to say everything. We'll sort of do this one together. Uh, Arbor like, Day. Arbor, Arbor Day. Day. We love leaves. <laughs> we love leaves. Um, <laughs> that's going to be good old Thanksgiving. We'll uh, leave you with that one. We'll leave you with that. <laughs> um, but no, Thanksgiving is the best, Danny. You and I know yep. it. It's obviously it's the official kickoff to the Christmas season, which yes. is awesome. The food is great. The being around family is great. The watching football is great. It's just, it's the best. It's it's a a very close second to Christmas in my book. Mm. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It, you know, for us obviously we talk about Christmas all year round. Uh, we start you know, counting down to Christmas in October. Um, and I think a lot of our our loyal listeners do as well. But, you know, Thanksgiving really feels like that's the toll, right? And, you know, we sort of yep. joked about that season one that like once you get through Thanksgiving Day, it's like the collective, you know, group of people around yeah. the world, the collective consciousness of people who celebrate that holiday, we're all sort of aligned. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas for, you know, religious reasons or whatever it might be, it's just everyone sort of gets into the spirit of the season. Plus you have Hanukkah coming, you have Kwanzaa coming. It's just like we get into this season of celebration of community, yeah. of family and Thanksgiving sets the table uh, for, Ooh, good. for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and the food is amazing. Like, yeah. you know, I would argue that Thanksgiving dinner probably beats out Christmas dinner, you know? Agreed. Agreed completely. Um, Cause you have all day, like think about Christmas. You have so much you do during Christmas day. That's yes. not food. The meal Whereas, is a part of it, but it's not the centerpiece. Exactly. Like Thanksgiving dinner is like, you're getting together. You're going to watch some football while the food is cooking and the food is yeah. cooking. And you've got other family members that are at their house. They're cooking their dish and you're timing out like, okay, I'll be there at 1230 and my potatoes got to go in at this time. Yeah, and yeah. Um, just, I also, I, love, I also yeah. love the Macy's day Thanksgiving parade. Yes. Awesome. And yes. I love the dog show, the Westminster dog show that comes on after the parade is sort of become another like tradition in our house. So we do parade dog show football meal. And then go I, play football ourselves in the backyard. I cannot hear the words dog show without thinking of the Saturday Night Live sketch. Dog show! Dog show! Dog show! Dog show! With, uh, wasn't it? It was Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell and, and Anna Gasteyer. Or Molly Shannon. Was it Molly Shannon? No, I think that's Anna Gasteyer. Because they did the, 
the Anna Gastar one was where they were like the husband and wife who would go like play like the winter formal. Yeah, but isn't that the, the same? Piano. Yeah, but isn't that the same sketch? No, because she'd be like, and the hero of the day is Mr. Rocky Balboski. It was totally Molly Shannon. I know that I. It's Molly Shannon. But wasn't that the same sketch of like, I'm definitely confluating those two in my brain of like Will Ferrell at a keyboard with his wife character. The keyboard was was Anna Gasteyer. They were um, like music teachers. It was like a school assembly. Yes. The dog show was like a television show they made that was about dogs. And the dogs would like always be like combined... shaking because they were so nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> I definitely combined those two sketches in my brain, though. He was sure. sort of like now looking back on SNL, like because he did the cheerleaders with Sherry O'Terry. He did the yeah. dog show with Molly Shannon. He had like this duo thing. He did the, you know, Night of the Roxbury guys with Chris Kattan. Sure, yeah. There's a lot of duet sort of stuff yeah that he did yeah. while he was there but yeah you can't beat thanksgiving um you know i love the adam sandler song as well mm -hmm. and then yeah. that ben rector thanksgiving song that we discovered that last year great oh too. my yeah. gosh i'm gonna i think yeah, i'm gonna I go that. i feel like can we play a little bit of that right now let's do for it. everybody chris sure give me a second Familiar highways Lined with leaves turn brown Making my way Back into my hometown Funny how this all looks different But it feels the same Like how life never stops changing But some things never change So fill your plate and fill your drink And fill this house with family The kind of love that all these years can away Cause the older that I get I see the life short and bittersweet Thank God for this Thanksgiving day That is great. That really is a yeah. great tune. The next the next verse is the one that makes me cry. So let's just Washing families <laughs> Chris is like, make him cry, make him cry. <laughs> well, that folks, that brings us to the end of this uh, little mini episode off season, uh, little drip, drap, drip, a drap, a drap. You know, what's exciting, Eric, is we're going to do another uh, off season episode next month in April with a oh, special yeah. guest. Yeah. Celebrity guest. Celebrity guest. We, we'll, we'll sort of tease it. This person is a member of the WWE. And this person, it turns out, is a big fan of Christmas and our show and has been following us for a long time. And so we've Amazing. been talking on Instagram. And so uh, we're really excited to have her mm, on the show clue. next month. Yeah, I love that. All right, folks. But uh, we are going to close up shop on this little episode here. And we're going to close it the way that we close every episode of the Christmas Countdown show by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And we'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya.